All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Jurassic Park 101 show. Hope you guys have been having a fantastic week and, or slash week and so far. Thank you for stopping by and your support is greatly appreciated. Sit back, chill out, and just listen to the show. Again, thank you for stopping by and I'll be right back. guys i am back so january the 19th the toronto raptors came up against the memphis grizzlies currently the memphis grizzlies were in 14th place so you know you kind of expect them to win but you know sometimes there is an upset where the underdog does win right all sports really like you know let's say ufc or boxing as an example you know the underdog could be taking all these blows to the head he looks like it's over. People think the ref should, you know, end the fight right then and there. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the underdog throws a left hand, right? Clocks a guy in the side of the head. He's stunned. Then the whole fight shifts in favor of the underdog. And, you know, what? He, he, he wins a fight. But, you know, this fight did not shift for the underdog because the, the Raptors still won. Again, 119 to 90. And... Shout out to Danny Green, who, who played a good game. Hopefully, he has many more games like this to come for the Toronto Raptors. So, for the lineup and the stats, Danny Green played 22 minutes. He had 24 points, 3 assists, 7 rebounds. He was shooting 61% from the field. He had 1 block, 2 steals. He was shooting 66% from the 3-point line with 0 turnovers. By the way, the whole starting lineup, they've only had 2 turnovers combined. So, that's pretty good. So Jabaka played 25 minutes. He had 18 points, 0 assists, 5 rebounds. He was shooting 69% from the field. He had 1 block, 0 steals. He was shooting 0% from the 3-point line and had 0 turnovers. Kyle Lowry played 29 minutes. He had 12 points. He had 7 assists, 4 rebounds. He was shooting 37% from the field. He had 1 block, 2 steals. He was shooting 25% from the 3-point line. He had 1 turnover. Pascal Siakam played 28 minutes, 17 points. He had two assists, eight rebounds. He was shooting 58% from the field. He had zero blocks, and he had one steal. And he was shooting 0% on the three-point line with zero turnovers. Fred VanVleet played 26 minutes. He had 4.7 assists, two rebounds. He was shooting 12% from the field, one block, two steals. And he was shooting 25% from the three-point line with one turnover. I don't remember if I said it or not, but Kyle Lowry had one turnover. So And VanVleet, so two. So now over... And keep in mind, obviously, you know, you already know that Kawhi Leonard didn't play because he, he's a regular starter, right? So Kawhi Leonard, sorry, didn't play along with Onanobi, Onanobi, and then JV, obviously, still with the injury of the dislocated thumb, thanks to the dirty play of Draymond Green. So Boucher played nine minutes, he had three points, three rebounds. Lloyd played four minutes, he had one point, or one assist, two two rebounds. McCaw played 17 minutes. He had two points, two assists, and two rebounds. CJ Moss played 17 minutes. He had 13 points and one rebound. Greg Monroe played 11 minutes. He had two point, two assists and two rebounds. Raymond Powell played 19 minutes. He had 14 points, four assists, and one rebound. Malachi Richardson played four minutes. He had three points. And DeLon Wright played 22 minutes. He had nine points, three assists, and one rebound. 
Now over to Memphis. So Mike Conley played 22 minutes. He had 10 points, 3 assists, 2 rebounds. Green played 13 minutes. He had 3 points, 1 assist, 5 rebounds. Holiday played 29 minutes. He had 7 points, 3 assists, and 4 rebounds. Jackson Jr. played 28 minutes. He had 16 points, 1 assist, and 9 rebounds. Temple played 25 minutes. He had 8 points, 1 assist, and 2 rebounds. Obviously, you could tell. So, starting five for Memphis, they didn't do that well, considering the highest amount of points they had was 16. The highest amount of assists they had was three. And the highest amount of rebounds they had was nine. Nine rebounds, that's not even too bad, right? Nine is 16. So, the guy got nine was Jackson Jr. He had 16 points. That's not too bad. But, like, in general, for the whole starting five, Compared to Toronto Raptors starting five, I know, and their stats, you, you clearly see, you know, who came out bigger being obviously the Toronto Raptors, right? So, hey, they got the job done, and I think they, they, they executed. And, you know, they as you can tell by the stats of the starting five, you can clearly see, and even, like, the bench, they didn't even play too bad for the Raptors either. They played pretty good as well. So... Without looking at the score and just looking at stats alone, you can clearly see who were more dominant and who came out with the W. I will be right back. All right, guys. So Tuesday, January the 22nd, the Raptors came up against the Sacramento Kings at home, Scotiabank Arena, where they took the dub. 120 to 105. At the time of writing, the Sacramento Kings were in 10th place and in the Western Conference, which I, you know, I, I didn't think they'd be this high in the Western Conference with a record of 20, 24 and 24, 24 wins, 24 losses, right? And they're right behind the LA Lakers. But then the thing with the Lakers, they don't have the King with them. He, he was out. Right, so, and then when he does come back, you know, obviously LeBron's going to go elevate the whole team like he usually does with his dominant performance. So when he comes back, obviously the Lakers, they're going to they're gonna go back up higher and they're going to go higher in the sta- standings, right? So this game, their best performers were Fred Van Vliet and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Fred Van Vliet had 19.7 assists, 7 rebounds, and 1 steal. And along with one block, Bogdanovich had 16 points, eight rebounds, nine assists with three steals. So, you know, that's pretty good for both of them, even though I don't like Sacramento. Like, I don't hate them, but I don't like them, obviously. <laughs> Neutral, right? So, and then also keep in mind, Kawhi Leonard sat out during this matchup. So, the starting lineup for the Toronto Raptors. Danny Green, Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka, Fred VanVleet, and Kyle Lowry. Danny Green played 23 minutes. He had six points, two assists, two rebounds, and one assist with one steal, one block. He had zero turnovers. He was shooting 25% from the field with 33% shooting from the three-point line. Pascal Siakam played 31 minutes. He had 18 points, four rebounds. He was shooting, sorry, four rebounds with one assist, one steal, one block, two turnovers, and he was shooting 57% in the field but 25% from the three-point line. Serge Ibaka played 25 minutes. He had 15 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, zero steals, zero blocks, had one turnover, 30 
shooting 38% from the field with 0% from the three-point line. So that's not even a bad stat line, 10 points, or 15 points, 10 rebounds, not too shabby. Fred Van Vliet played 32 minutes, he had 19.7 assists and 7 rebounds, with one steal, one block, and two turnovers, with 60% shooting from the field and 50% shooting from the three-point line. Kyle Lowry played 34 minutes. He had 19 points, four rebounds, along with nine assists. And he had zero steals with one block, four turnovers, and was shooting 44% from the field. Now over to the bench. Boucher played 11 minutes. He had eight points and three rebounds. Lloyd played one minute and got zero points, zero assists, zero rebounds. McCall played seven minutes, had one assist and three rebounds. CJ Moss played 15 minutes, had 15 points, one assist and two rebounds. So two rebounds, so that's pretty good for 15 minutes. Grant Monroe played 11 minutes, he had one assist and four rebounds. Norman Powell played 20 minutes, had 11 points, one assist and one rebound. Malachi Richardson played one minute with zero points, zero assists and zero rebounds. And DeLon Wright played 24 minutes with 9 points, 2 assists, and 6 rebounds. Now over to the Sacramento Kings. So Marvin Bagley, the third, he played 37 minutes. He had 22 points, 1 assist, and 11 rebounds. Bogdanovich, as mentioned earlier, he played 36 minutes. He had 16 points, 9 assists, and 8 rebounds. Willie Cauley-Stein played 24 minutes. He had 10 points, 2 assists, 6 rebounds. Farrell played 28 minutes. He had 10 points, 6 assists, and 7 rebounds. Buddy Heels played 35 minutes. He had 15 points, 5 assists, and 3 rebounds. So, as I said, you probably heard me say this like numerous, I know you heard me say this numerous times, that I think the West is better than the Eastern conference because I trust even LeBron went there in the offseason I just think they have better players honestly like especially with James Harden tearing up the league right now they have better players so the Kings like they are way high I said them to be like you know third last in the west but 10th that's not even the only two spots away from a playoff spot right so they're way higher than I expected them to be but overall you know the dub only the dub matters no i a one point game is as good as a you know 50 point game still you still end up with it's okay obviously it's not as good but you still end up with the same thing you know at the end of the game a w beside your name right so it's all that really matters for the regular season so i will will return All right, guys, this next game is against another beast in the East, being Indiana, the Indiana Pacers. So on Wednesday, you know, back to back the day after the last game, the Raptors, they lost in the Bankers Field Life, Bankers Life Fieldhouse, sorry, losing 106 to 110. Obviously, if you look at the standings, the Indiana Pacers are, they're, they're definitely a good team sitting in third in the Eastern Conference behind the Toronto Raptors at the time of writing. So, you know, no doubt about it. They're, they're, they're not to be taken lightly. However, unfortunately for them, in this matchup, they lost one of their big, biggest superstars, Victor Oladipo, the remainder of the season. He was diagnosed with a ruptured quad tendon in his right knee, 
which happened while Pascal Siakam was running down the and and Oladipo went was running after him, and then it looked like well when I saw it, I I thought he, I looked like he tripped. You know, I thought he slid on something, right? But and I thought you know I didn't think he'd get hurt because I only thought he slipped and it wasn't too serious. But then he didn't get up and he told his medical staff to come right. So obviously when someone does that, obviously it's just not. It's clearly not just a slip. Much more serious. And then they brought out the stretcher. And then, you know, once that happens, you know, the, you know for sure they're going to be missing quite a bit of time, right? So it's pretty sad to see such a good player be out for the rest of the season because most definitely he was a good player. So now the Pacers, they're going to have to work really hard to keep a playoff spot without their superstar or their main superstar. But I think they can because they're still a good team. Like, Darren Collison, you know, you have Miles Turner, Thaddeus Young. He's not, like, and Thaddeus Young does have a great game. This game, right? So, like, they're not bad. I think they can keep a spot in the playoffs. And because, you know, as I said, the East is not as competitive as the West. So, I think they're going to be top five for sure, even without him. So, and then... Also, this season, Oladipo, he got injured, and they were still able to keep it together with the time he lost. But, like, that was not in length. That was nothing compared to what he's going to miss now. So, But, you know, I think they'll be, they'll be able to keep it together. So the best performance performers of this game was from Serge Ibaka and Thaddeus Young. Serge Ibaka had 23 points with 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 0 steals, and 3 blocks. Thaddeus Young had 23 points along with 15 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. So, as I said, Thaddeus Young, like, they still have pretty decent players on the Pacers that will be able to contribute and maybe, and then with this more playing time, some of them will be able to elevate their contributions and, you know, help the team win. So, I think, I think they'll be, they'll be fine. Right. So the starting lineup and the stats for the Toronto Raptors, Danny Green, Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka, Van Vliet, and Kyle Lowry. And clearly you can see that Kawhi was not deployed for today's game. So Danny Green played 27 minutes. He had 10 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds with 0 steals, 0 blocks, and he had 0 turnovers. And with a 33% sh- 33% shooting from the field and 25% shooting from the three-point line. Pascal Siakam played 37 minutes. He had 16 points. He had nine rebounds, four assists, zero steals, zero blocks, and zero turnovers with 31% shooting from the field with 25% shooting from the three-point line. So Jabaka played 35 minutes. He had 23 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, zero steals, three blocks with zero turnovers. He was shooting 57% from the field and 0% from the three-point line. Fred Van Vliet played 37 minutes. He had 14 points. Two, two rebounds, three assists, zero steals, zero blocks, two turnovers. He was shooting 35% from the field and 33% from the three-point line. Kyle Lowry played 37 minutes. He had 20 points, five rebounds, seven assists, zero steals, and one block. Fortunately, along with five turnovers, shooting 46% from the field. And he was shooting... 
42% from the three-point line. So over to the Raptors bench. So McCaw played 12 minutes, he had zero points, two assists, and five rebounds. CJ Miles played 11 minutes, he had six points, zero assists, and two rebounds. Greg Monroe played seven minutes, he had one point, one assist, two rebounds. Norman Powell played 12 points, two assists, and one rebound. DeLon Wright played 14 minutes, sorry, played four po- had four points, three assists, and three rebounds. So now over to Indiana. So Bogdanovich played 33 minutes. He had 16 points, two assists, four rebounds. Darren Collison played 32 minutes. He had 17 points, eight assists, four rebounds. Victor Oladipo only played 10 minutes because, you know, as I said, he got hurt. He had four points and one assist and three rebounds. Miles Turner played 37 minutes, 13 points, had two assists and 10 rebounds. Thaddeus Young played 32 minutes, 23 points, three assists, and 15 rebounds. So, as I said, you know, as I mentioned, he got hurt during the game, but he only played 10 minutes, and especially without such, you know, a key contributor to the to the team being Victor Oladipo, they were still able to keep it together, right? So, I think the main players without him would be, obviously, Collison, uh, Thaddeus Young, and Miles Turner. Because they played really well, and they were still able to beat the Raptors, who are pretty, like, I'm obviously, if you're going to ask me about the Raptors, I'm obviously going to be biased, considering, you know, I'm a Raptors fan, and I have a podcast about the Raptors, but obviously, you, we all know that the Raptors are pretty, really good, right, and for them to beat their, beat us without their best player, that, that says something. Obviously, he will be missed, considering he's the main superstar, but with all, and all these extra minutes for those players... It's just going to boost their contributions for the team. So I will be right back. All right, guys, last but not least, the final game of this episode was against the Houston Rockets, which took place in Texas yesterday, Friday, January the 25th. Unfortunately, the Raptors did lose this matchup 119-121. to 121. So obviously, you can clearly see that it was a very close game. But to be honest, the Raptors, their defense – was not too bad. You know, they limited Harden for 9 for 25 shooting from the field, but, you know, still dropped 35 points. And But still good, played good defense. Danny Green also played pretty good defense went with that highlight reel block. And, you know, shout out to Kyle Lowry, who was able to slow him down to buy time for Danny Green to come and give the guy the rejection. So good shout out to those two. And also what surprised me during this game was the defense that James Harden showed against Ka- Kawhi Leonard in the dying moments of the game to win the to get the buzzer beater where he was not able to sink the shot due to the heavy defense of James Harden. So the best players from each team was Kawhi Leonard and obviously James Harden. Kawhi Leonard had 32 points. He had seven rebounds, five assists with two steals. And James Harden had 35 points. He had two rebounds, seven assists, and one block. So the starting lineup and the stats, so obviously... You can tell Kawhi Leonard's back in the lineup. So Kawhi Leonard, again, 39 minutes. He had 30. You know, I, I'll just read his shooting percentage because I just said, you know, what he had. So he had six turnovers with 57% shooting from the field, and he was shooting 50% from the three-point line. Pascal Siakam played 34 minutes. He had 22 points. He had 12 rebounds. He, was shooting th- he had three assists. Zero steals, zero blocks, two turnovers with 60% from the field, 
and shooting 100% from the three-point line. Serge Ibaka played 32 minutes. He had 12 points. He had 14 rebounds. Sorry, zero assists, zero steals. He had zero blocks, had three turnovers, shooting 50% from the field, and had 0% shooting from the three-point line. Kyle Lowry played 38 minutes. He had nine points, four assists, 11 rebounds. He had one steal, zero blocks, had four turnovers. He was shooting 22% from the field, along with 16% shooting from the three-point line. Danny Green played 31 minutes. He had 22 points. He had one assist. Sorry, I think I said 32. He had 31 minutes. He had 22 points, one assist, one rebound, zero steals. He had one block, zero turnovers. He was shooting 57% in the field, along with 60% from the three-point line. Now to the bench. Ojanobi back. He's back. What, 10 minutes? He had two points, one rebound. TJ Miles played eight minutes. He had one rebound. Greg Monroe played six minutes. He had two points and one rebound. Lemon Powell played 19 minutes. He had 10 points, three assists, and two rebounds. Van Vliet played 20 minutes. He had eight points, four assists, and four rebounds. DeLon Wright was not playing along with JV, Malachi Richardson, McCaw, Lloyd, Boucher, and yeah, they're not missing anybody else, so they did not play. Now over to the Houston Rockets. They had Kenneth Fareed with 37 minutes. He had 21 points. Two assists, 14 rebounds. Eric Gordon played 24 po- played 36 minutes. He had 24 points, two rebounds. James Harden played 40 minutes. He had 35.7 assists and two rebounds. Rivers played 36 minutes. He had 13.6 assists, five rebounds. P.J. Tucker played 36 minutes. He had 18 points, two assists, and three rebounds. So obviously what you could tell. The Houston Rockets starting five were delivering because, you know, all their players did not. They were, they they played well, you know, they overall they did play well. And it's going to be interesting to see the Rockets and especially see how Harden is going to start playing when Chris Paul returns from it, when he comes back, returns, right? So was Will his point outburst stay the same? Will it go down? Due to, you know, yeah, to share the ball now with Chris Paul. So it's going to be pretty, pretty interesting. I will be right back. All right, guys. So this segment is called Interesting Stuff. Look, I don't think this is going to be the name of it. I just needed something to call it. So I called it Interesting Stuff. So, yeah. So here goes. So if you guys didn't hear about this. You should go check it out. So recently, Kawhi Leonard purchased a mansion in San Diego, California for $13.3 million. If you remember, to the second episode of this podcast, Kawhi Leonard bought a house in Toronto. And people thought, you know, he's staying long term, right? But the man's rich, right? He makes bank. He brings home the bread. So buying a house isn't that big of a deal for him, right? So I didn't think it meant much, but some people did, right? Which doesn't surprise, like, it could mean something, but I don't think it meant anything. But now people think that Kawhi is planning on leaving Toronto, considering he's going to be a UFA at the end of the season. Don't know what that means. It simply means unrestricted free agent, which means that he can sign wherever he wants. So people think he'll be taking his talents to California. I'm not saying that he is leaving and planning on leaving, because you know, I don't know his plans, right? I have no idea what he's planning. That's only 
him, he only he knows, right? Or probably other people know it's close to him, but I'm not close to him, so I have no clue. However, there's a possibility that it could mean he wants out. Maybe just buying a house that he could live during the off season, you know, who knows? Kawhi Leonard, he makes around twenty million dollars, so obviously money isn't an issue considering he takes home the bread. So you know, he bought a house. All that means, oh, well, all that mean, really means is he bought a house. San Diego, like I said, you know, off-season, maybe he wants to live there. Maybe he he's not leaving, right? Maybe he does want to leave, right? But then at the end of the day, it all comes down to the career choice of the player. You know, player, most players anyways, they chase rings, right, which – I mean, honestly, I don't blame them because rings are very important if you are in the NBA. If Michael Jordan had zero rings, would he be considered the GOAT? Nope. If LeBron James had zero rings, well, I'm not saying he's a, you know, he's he's one of the greatest of all time. Obviously, people say too. He's my favorite player. So, I say, you know, I think he's up there. Very much up there with Jordan. But, you know, if he had zero rings... Like, obviously, Jordan had more rings, I guess. So, you can... Like, yeah, I think Jordan is... He's better, right? But still, LeBron is my favorite player. So And then, you know, you can't ignore the statistics, right? So, I, I think Jordan's the best of all time. But I think LeBron's number two. But if those two had zero rings, would they be the greatest two of all time? If Bill Russell had zero rings, he has 11. That's a ridiculous amount. Shout out to him if he's listening, which I probably don't think he is listening. But anyways, he had 11 rings. If he had zero rings, you know, he wouldn't just, just be another guy with zero rings, right? So I don't blame players for chasing rings because it solidifies yourself as one of the best or one of the greatest or one of the greats to play the game. So I, I don't blame anyone, like, who chases rings, and obviously Kawhi Leonard does have a ring, but you know why? Why have one when you can have two? You know why have two if you can have three? You can have more, right? If you can get more, get more. Like if you can, right? So if he want, he obviously wants rings, like all players do. So if he leaves, you know it's up to him. It's his career. You know you can't pick his career for him. No matter what he chooses, people are going to be mad and people are going to be happy. If he stays, people from Toronto are going to be happy. If he leaves, going to be mad. Nobody in the world, like, not everyone's going to be happy with his choice. So, at the end of the day, some people are going to be mad. Sometimes they're going to be happy. So, it's all up to him at this point. So, it'll be pretty interesting. Like, honestly, I don't honestly don't know if he's going to stay or leave. Because in the press conference, he said he likes it. He, he says he likes it and thinks um, Toronto's a big basketball city. But then he there was rumors he wanted to go to a team like LA Clippers or the Lakers, right? So, I, honestly, I have no clue what this means because, you know, he bought a house. All it means is he bought a house, right? He brings home the bread so he can buy a house. So, I will be right back. All right, guys, so the topic for this week's conference talk is the NBA and how it has evolved over the years. I know that the NBA is not a conference, but I did not want to change it. 
So obviously, you know, the NBA has evolved over the years more ways than one. But right now, I am covering the three-point line, and maybe in the future, I will cover how it, other ways it has changed from the past. All right, so in today's NBA, the three-point shot, you know, very popular way players use to help out their team, like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, or KD, Kyrie. We have J.J. Reddick, Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, PG-13, that stands for Paul George, and he's number 13. CP3 stands for Chris Paul, and he's number three, just to name a few. And back in the day, the three-point line was not used as much. So some history for the three-point line. In the 1980s, the three-point line was just introduced to the NBA, and at the time, there were only... 2.77 three-pointers attempted per game. In 1995, the NBA decided to shorten or, yeah, shorten the three-point line to urge players to shoot from 23 feet. Uh, this was before it was shortened. 23 feet and 9 inches at the top of the key and 22 feet in the corners. And then they shortened it to 22 feet all around the perimeter. So, obviously, this increased the amount of three-pointers attempted per game. So in 1998, the NBA moved the three-point line back to its original length, but players still kept shooting threes. And the 2017-2018 season, the amount of three-pointers attempted was at 29 compared to back then, 1980s, when it was only 2.77. So like the three-point shot has evolved, right, used a lot more and I think even like big men for example like Anthony Davis I'd say JV DeMarcus Cousins Joel Embiid the, some, the big the big guys they weren't known as shooting back then it was just in the paint grab board put it back in the net like for example like Shaq or something right so now the league is, is players are getting becoming more versatile where you know they can shoot threes and they can pass, like, for example, Nikola Jokic, great passer, right? So players can now shoot threes more. So I think players are able to, quote-unquote, do it all, I guess you could say. So, so many players, they, they were able to adopt the three-point shoot shot into their game. And, like, even teams, like, whole teams are able to exploit the three-point line and use it to tremendously boost their team. For example, this, the Warriors, where they have Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, you know, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green hits it occasionally. DeMarcus Cousins, a three-point shooter, right? Even though he's a center, right? So he's a three-point shooter. And then you have the Houston Rockets, right? So obviously, that can clearly show how know how the league has changed compared to back in the day i'll be right back all right this will come to the end of another jurassic park 101 show as i always say your support is greatly 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 appreciated if you do have any questions or suggestions feel free to stop by the instagram page which is jp101 and send me a message i will try to get back to you a sap. This podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and obviously the Anchor app.
right? So also please leave a five star review on iTunes, Spotify. Please follow on those platforms as well. And I will be very, very happy. So please, please share with the family, the friends, anybody you talk to on a consistent basis. Please share this podcast. Again, thank you for stopping by. You guys have a fantastic weekend. And peace.